Oh, shit, it didn't give me a countdown this time. All right, oh, uh, dang. New Zencaster knew us. We called them out for Ooh. racism, and they have changed their platform. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they turned the screens dark after we called them out they for being did. racist, and I'm not sure how it's I like feel all those about like, that. It's like how everyone posted like the black square. <laughs> <laughs> Zencaster's posting the black square. Oh, it's perfect. Huh. Um. Not yeah. at all a niche joke for just us. No, I think it's good. I like, I'm glad that we're returning to visual bits. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's. As we should be. Yeah, exactly. As it should be. It's where we started. And frankly, I think it's where we should have stayed. So don't worry, everybody. We're going back to being a bad show now. <laughs> <laughs> Some will say we never left. Those Ooh. people are haters. They are. Uh, if I sound like I'm recording from a cave. Uh, it's because the, my walls are bare. I have moved into my new apartment, but it's okay. Eventually, I will fix that um, once once I have any money at all. <laughs> you got to fix the echo eventually. But yeah, eventually. For now, we're going, you have to we're live going cave it. mode. Yeah, we're going cave mode. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you. Will, everybody wants to return to Monkey until their podcast sounds like it came from a cave, and then yeah. ooh, look whose principles have disappeared. <laughs> But yeah, I I forgot like I had a little I have a little shower caddy that I used to transport like all like, you know, like my soap, my shampoo, mm-hmm. my shaving cream, my razors, everything, and I just forgot it at home. Just straight oh, up. Oh dang. So, I was out like Are you in like a dorm? Yeah, so it's it's apartment style, but it is a dorm. So like I have a okay. kitchen and I have like I, everything yeah, is yeah. in here, but it's on campus. Yeah, okay. Right. I lived in one of those for Yeah. The first It's nice. I like it. Little um, bit. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Cool being able to make my own food when I want to. Yes. Uh, it's very nice. Yeah. Like the, the meal plan is nice, I think, when you're a freshman. I think uh, I think it's good for you. Yeah, you know, like I it think was you need to have a way to get food that's already mm-hmm. planned out. Yeah, because like especially my freshman year. I would not have eaten if it was up to me to make food. Okay. Like <laughs> I would have, I would have just been like, mm, okay, well, Doritos again, I guess. Third like, night having Easy Mac, or yep. Uh, so it was it was good being able to swing by and be like, oh, what's for dinner today? Ooh, burritos. Uh, My campus did like a very good. Like the alumni would come once a week, and so they would make like ch- chicken fried steak. But and it was so that's good. Rad as hell. Wait, what? <laughs> and with like mashed potatoes and like it was so good. How did they get the alumni to do this? Was there like any incentive or was it just like a just good residual good energy, I guess? The alumni, there was like a group of old people that would come every like week or two weeks and on that either that Saturday or Sunday, it would just be really fucking good food. Damn, that rocks. Yeah, no, it was great. The Methodists also make uh, lunch for everybody on Wednesdays that you can that go eat for rocks. free. Nice. Because Methodists love a good potluck. <laughs> Who doesn't, honestly? I think that's just a very universal I think we should Protestant bring back the experience. potluck for like young people. Oh, dude, yeah. The first Doug Zone meetup, I think we're going to have a potluck. I don't know if I trust the Doug Zone. <laughs> yeah, it will be a lot of dubious casseroles, but then what podcast? <laughs> I mean, what like potluck is it? Uh, well, I don't know. If we look at the the Bad Boy Crimes Food Channel and occasionally at the Doug Zone's Mug Zone, 
we've got some we've got some good got things some going. Chefs going. Yeah, it's just that I am not one of them. No. Uh, I can make. I, think I like accidentally food poisoned myself the last time I cooked anything. <laughs> I felt like I was dying for like two hours, and then I was good. So that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's food poisoning. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> I have, um, I have, I can make like food that is fine. It's good, but I'm not like, I'm not amazing. Like when I invite people, I've mm-hmm. never invited anyone over for dinner, in yeah. part because of this, and in part because. I've never really had a place where that would be feasible. Uh, but Come over to my parents' house for dinner. Yeah, come over to my parents' house. I will make you dinner while they sit in the other room judging me quietly for not being good at cooking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Maybe that's what I'll start doing. I'll just have my mom like. Have like an earpiece to your mom in the other room <laughs> and she's like trying to coach you through it. <laughs> that would be awesome just like no no put the spoon down and I'm like somehow lifting the spoon in the air above my head and I'm like wait stir like this she's like no no <laughs> I'm just missing the most basic possible instructions <laughs> um, let's see you're like mishearing things <laughs> yeah, there's like feedback it's I can also just like hear her actually you drop talking. the earpiece in the soup at one point and you're yeah. like oh and I'm trying oh, no. to like I'm trying to fish it out but I can't and then we just you're trying to fish it out subtly so so Izzy doesn't notice yeah and then like 80s <laughs> rom-com style like I'm like drenched in sweat uh as I like pour the soup I'm like trying to filter it out and see if I'll get it or if Izzy will get it and we don't know and then both of us eat the soup and then there's Neither of us notices an earpiece, and I just decide not to say anything about it. <laughs> live with that dark secret for the rest of my life. Um, you know, like how all rom-coms go. I love that one. That 80s <laughs> rom-com that goes with where the guy ends up just in despair being like, what have I done? Yeah, well, that is, that is of course, famously the ending. All rom-coms of- should end like The Sopranos. Cut <laughs> <laughs> <Start> to black. <laughs> I do like that, but it's like, you know, with like standard rom-com ending music. It's like, you know, there's oh, like yeah, some yeah. like, there's some like happy music, but it does still cut to black. Just like, <laughs> maybe like right before they kiss, you see like a man in a jacket, like walks into the wedding and like starts to reach into his pocket and it cuts to black. <laughs> You're like, maybe he was going to object. Maybe oh. he was just sitting down. He was just taking out like the, uh, who knows? he was taking out a small disposable camera so he could take a photo. Uh, who knows? It's really up to interpretation. Yeah, it's so artistic. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think, well, like I was saying before, of course, famously, the uh, the classic 80s rom-com, Doctor Patient Sensuality, does end with mm-hmm. the doctor despairing of the terrible world that he has created for himself. And then it cuts to black. And then it cuts to black as um, not Don't Stop Believing, a lesser known 80s song of the same caliber. The glee cover of Don't Stop Believing. <laughs> the glee cover of Don't Stop Believing starts to play. It's incredible that 20 years later they made a show where the pilot incorporated that song mm-hmm. that was simply found it's really in an unmarked weird. They box. They called this a glee cover at that time because <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was the first version. But It was a cassette tape just labeled like glee cover of Don't Stop Believing. <laughs> it was actually found uh, three months before Journey recorded Don't Stop Believing. Little known Ten fact. songs you didn't know were covers. <laughs> yeah, the man who first listened to the uh, the man who first listened to the cover apparently died in a car crash the next day, so there's so, rumors hmm. that it's haunted. Hmm. I do like that. Like oh, the, it, was, it was very controversial when they pulled it out in like 2006. 
Yeah, I know. Or whatever, people like, created a how whole could you show do this? around it. People yeah. were worried. <laughs> and the cast, they didn't fare very well. Yeah. Uh, famously, uh, one of them's a pedophile, and I personally. And one of them's dead. One of them's dead. And who can say which is a worse fate? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I mean by that. I don't know but, either. But I'm standing by it. Um, let's I, hate see. It. I love that episode of Glee when the cast meets the wheel. <laughs> when the, dude, I so I went for a walk today because this is my first like day fully on campus. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of my favorite things to do here is just go for like super long walks with a couple of my friends. Um, and we just wander around town. We walk by the river and we just talk. And this time around, we were talking um, about like our various spiritual journeys. Because uh, when last I was speaking with him, we were both atheists. And now uh, neither, of us, neither of us really knows. So Roswell, I know you're listening. You might have won. That's all I'm going to tell you about what I said. But I, uh, I did, I did uh, bring up the wheel later on. Yeah. I was like, okay, because we walked by. There was a Ferris wheel, and I was like, okay, can I tell you something crazy about my belief system? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because it has one hundred percent also become like one of. It's semi-ironic. Yeah. But it's but not quite as ironic listen, as you think. <laughs> I had a near-death experience, and while I didn't see the wheel, I was sorted into this timeline. While I didn't see the wheel, I felt it. I, I under- did. I, I knew felt its, evidence. its gentle push into this. <laughs> um, but yeah, I. Uh, sorry if I get distracted. It's because I'm using uh, my copy of Program to Kill to form an impromptu mic stand. Um, oh, okay. So I'm just, I just keep looking down and then just seeing like Mark Dutro in like big red letters and I'm like oh shit oh no dude Mark Dutro what bad dude let me tell you. Um, so how did your friends take the the wheel? He was like that's pretty cool actually. Um, it is. Yeah no he's he's a very open minded person. If you uh, can explain it in a way that doesn't sound stupid, it's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I pretty much the way that I did it, I just you know you, what you've got to do. I was like okay, so there's a comedy podcast called Coward Hour. I just gave him the whole lore. Oh, you um, gave him everything. Yeah, you didn't I told even try and- I was like, yeah, one of the hosts is like living out in Pennsylvania now. Uh, but the other one still does podcasts. Uh, he came on the Doug Zone, actually. I was like, oh, cool. Uh- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you had to cite your references for the wheel. <laughs> yeah, my it's amazing how many like things that have deeply influenced my beliefs. The reference is literally just Coward Hour. <laughs> and then you have to explain it. It's a whole situation. Yeah. And I'm like, it is no holds barred. The greatest podcast ever exists. It did end, but I think that just cemented its status. As it perfect. did end and disappear from almost every podcasting service. Yeah, but, but, <laughs> but stick with me. <laughs> <laughs> 24 hour um, live stream. Just go to sleep to that every night. Your dude, brain can end up as good as ours. The 24-hour live stream is so powerful. Um, I love it when I see one other person in there and I I look up at the sky and know that me and that other person are looking up at the same moon. It's, yeah. it's rather comforting. The number of times that right before recording I have joined and seen one other person and, <laughs> and been it's like, always me. I was like, I'm pretty sure this is Ian. Like we're being bonded. <laughs> like, though we are miles apart, in spirit we reside within <laughs> mm-hmm. the same cursed evil house <laughs> inside of you are two podcasters both of them listen to coward hour and both of them are insane both are listening to coward <laughs> hour you are insane uh, <laughs> 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 uh, 
inside of you are two wolves. I'm so glad that while I was disorder. like <laughs> listening to Coward Hour for the first time, I hadn't yet been diagnosed as bipolar. Oh, I oh I cannot imagine what would happen if you, had, <laughs> if you understood. If if I understood, oh god, it you would understood not do what could have been. Um, <laughs> it would do horrible things to me. Yeah, I do think we've both settled quite comfortably into our respective coward hour roles, right? You know, we're like the uh, we're like the reboot. Uh, you know the the spirit. Am I the diversity casting? Yeah, exactly. You're the diversity casting. Um, they didn't do a very good job, but they got one. So yeah, they, they got something. Eh. So. <laughs> they're fine. Like, ah, eh, they're both by. That's good enough. Just throw them yeah, in there, them and in. then we'll see if we get anything else. <laughs> um. The but winky yeah. creature and the bipolar one. Put them in there. Just shake it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're getting sleepy vibes, everybody, it's because I'm very sleepy. Um, but it's all right. I have had um, a packed day as well. Yeah, I, I had an unpacked day, actually. <laughs> hey because uh, I unpacked everything. Um, my plants are all residing. Some of them are on the windowsill. Some of them are on the desk immediately behind this uh, laptop as here. I'll give you a demonstration. Let me just slightly push down one of the leaves and here we are. Ah. Just covering the screen. He's my big old tree. He's just hanging out. Um, Does he have a name? Yes. I I have named all of my plants. Have I mentioned this before? I name everything. Yeah. So I uh, I got a plant like the first week of my freshman year. Uh, and the only condition, this, uh, nope, it's too late. I mentioned that there's a condition. Now I have to say it. Everybody in the Discord, I'm just going to ask you, don't don't draw any conclusions from this. The only the only condition was, uh, it was this girl. She was like, my dress would fit you. I think you'd look really good in it. And so she was like, I'll give you this plant. Just You just got to wear At my dress. Yeah, um, yeah, so I, you cross-dressed <laughs> for a plant? Yeah, because I was like, sure, why not? Um, okay. A, I looked great. It was like a ball gown. Oh, um, fuck yeah. Wait, yeah. I'm back on board. Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it wasn't like a sundress. No, no. This was a no. commitment for me. Yes, um, this is very good. We couldn't zip it up all the way because my shoulders were just a little too broad. But other mm-hmm. than that, I was a perfect fit. Um, so I just had to walk out. Uh, I got some photos. I'm sure they're somewhere. Um, nice, No, nice. I will not be sending them to the Discord. Um <laughs> Rude. Anyway, more evidence for the uh, the Matt is trans debate to raise <laughs> on. Um, <laughs> anyway, but so I got him, and at the time I was uh, getting into like you know uh, postmodern theory stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, and I hadn't realized that they were all pedophiles. Uh, yeah, and that's so, an unfortunate realization of becoming a fan of anything. Yeah, ever. but so so to motivate myself to remember to read Derrida, I named the plant Derrida, and I just gave him a little sticky note. Just said hello. Now are all of your name. plants named after pedophiles now? No, because <laughs> that would be really funny. If- <laughs> my name is Gary Glitter. No, they're all named after uh, writers. So I also okay. uh, the one whose leaves just so uh, they are all named after pedophiles. Yeah, well, some of them, some of them are not. Uh, <laughs> Such so as, for instance, uh, the one named after a female writer. We have uh, Plath over there, um, after my favorite suicidal poet. <laughs> They're not all pedophiles. Some yeah. of them are just suicidal. <laughs> um, yeah, most of them are named after philosophers. Uh, a couple of them are just named after writers. I have two cacti, and they were named after like more prickly 
writers or philosophers. Mm, I so, like it. I like it. You like trying to like fit the personality. Yeah, yeah. So actually, I had three. Uh, one of them died literally the night before I moved. I'm pretty sure my cat killed it. It's um, unfortunate. And my cats were like building up a tolerance to the to the cacti and their little like needles, and they started like chewing on them. And I used I, to keep like a cactus on the windowsill, like next to my bed, mm-hmm. except until one night. I like went over to grab like my cup of water Ooh. and just picked up a cactus. Ooh, yeah. That, <laughs> ouch. <laughs> like at 2 a.m. Oh, God. That's a, that's the rudest possible awakening. It was so bad. Yeah. So I believe that Ranger, Amber, or Boo, maybe a combination of the three of them, uh, murdered Nietzsche uh, before I moved. Mm, but Marks and Salinger, my other two cacti, are going strong. So that's they're just good, hanging out. Good. Anyway, that's been my plant talk. Um, I'm, ex- I'm I love my little plants, mm-hmm. even if it means that I have. I'm pretty not really much- a plant person. I can't. I can't keep them alive. I can barely keep myself alive. I feel you. So, like, <laughs> I find that uh, keeping my plants alive is a good way to keep myself alive because I'm like, well, I don't trust anyone else with these things. I got to stick around. Uh, today, I drove past this this coffee place that opened up. What I was like, oh, that's been open for a couple months, and I drive by it, and it says celebrating one year. And I had a bit of a crisis because I'm like, well, that's not true. I remember it opening six months ago. And I was like, <laughs> oh no, something terrible's happened. Yeah, no, I think you got sorted, Jillian. Right? There's there's no I, other possible explanation yeah. for this. It's not that I'm just losing my mind or <laughs> just misremembering a date. No, mm. you got sorted. This is mm-hmm. a different universe. This is a different universe. Yeah, hang on. Who won the 2020 election? Um, That was The Rock, correct? <laughs> I was hoping you would say Trump, because then I'd be like, no, no, that happened in this one, too. You might be okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, we should probably we should probably discuss the video, at least for a oh, second. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, we watched- A lot of Bell's palsy jokes in this one, huh? Yeah, it was- <laughs> the worst part was, they were pretty funny. Uh, I got <laughs> a couple of them got a chuckle out of me. I'll admit they didn't get a chuckle out of me, but like I was like, "Wow, he's really like honing in on the whole." Yeah, it's very funny that his two the two jokes. This is his review of Judge Dredd. Just so we got that mm-hmm. out of the way. I know that we've in the past we've sometimes struggled to remember the name, remember to name the episode we're talking about. Well, that's tough. You got to yeah, tease it together. It's like that book that you bought. Oh, Kane's Jawbone, yeah. Yeah, we're the Kane's Jawbone podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, dude, could you imagine? I could you imagine someone sits you down with 100 episodes of the Doug Zone and tells you that you have to listen to them and then put and them all in the right order? The coward Hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you have to put them all in the right order and figure out how Coward Hour ended. Like, <laughs> it's worse than death. I genuinely think you would go insane. Um, yeah. I think you would. Um, We'll throw in like the lost episode where the audio is completely unlistenable. (laughs) Yeah. Come to think of it, the lost episode really is just that already. I hate that we have that. There's a couple lost episodes, but the most recent lost episode I'm very upset about because it was like a good episode. We were on fire. (laughs) We were doing so good. Um, and admittedly, the other episode we recorded with him was also very good. It was also very, very good. Michael was just a but, very good guest, but damn, dude. Oh, I'll do that on the Patreon. Never mind. Wait, what's up? 
I was going to share something that's related to that, but I'm going to do it on the Patreon because okay. it's more relevant there. I've got some I've got some Patreon material myself. Oh, I do too. Don't worry. Yeah, very exciting. Um, in the meantime, let me see what free material we can get. Oh, yeah. I, I will say, I yeah, I respected just like the dedication he had because his two running bits this episode were whenever he said, I am the law, Doug would repeat it, but be like, you are the log? It's I like, I do like I do think it's funny that when his brother says like law back to him and he doesn't say anything <laughs> except the word law I'm like that's that's funny. No, yeah. So even that one there were a couple good executions. And then the <laughs> other joke was just him going like LOL Sylvester Stallone's mouth doesn't move right. You like <laughs> you would think if it was the future they'd know how to fix that. And I was like <laughs> Jesus Christ. That joke went so fucking hard. I, was I just, just don't think he one. meant for it to be as brutal as it was. <laughs> it's so unnecessarily mean. It's mean. <laughs> it's so mean. And sometimes I really appreciate that. Like I know my my favorite comedy is Smiling Friends in large part because of how nice it is. Like, insane and terrible things happen, but only to bad people. <laughs> like, yeah. um, and if they happen to good people, then they're not really permanent, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, I also do appreciate just a truly just mean-spirited sense of humor with just no redeeming features at all sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you need that. <laughs> oh, God. I was, Yeah. Um, I was shocked by the amount. He was like, if it was the future, you would think that they would know how to cure Bell's palsy. He he should have just said that. Yeah, exactly. As opposed to like dancing around it. Um, No, say what you mean, Doug. Yeah. And as with all the 80s action movies he covers, I would just like to know, Judge Dredd rocks. Oh, it's so good. It's so sick. I wanted him to shut up so I could just keep watching scenes from Judge Dredd. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's like... uh, you know, one of the most insane things I did as a kid. It was like when I was like 13, 14, sometimes I would just watch cinema sins videos, not because I wanted to watch cinema sins, but because I wanted to like get the gist of the plot of a yeah, movie. I wanted to seem like a person that had watched movies. Yeah, exactly. And I just wanted to know the plot of every movie, the most autistic thing. I'm really glad that we've both done this. I know that it does. <laughs> it's yet another like deeply autistic thing i have done in my free time but you know it's it's comforting to know that i'm not alone in that no um but yeah anyway no judge dread rocks like the scene that doug makes fun of early on where he like keeps just like changing the kind of gun he's shooting like he just keeps like adding new modes or whatever like mm-hmm. rapid fire double whammy i'm like this it's so is so sick <laughs> like, it's so good yeah you're, you're frozen right now but i'm hoping Uh-oh. it's not an issue i doubt else. it will be can you hear yeah. me yeah i can hear you fine and your Welcome. audio levels look fine so I'm sweet yeah we're, we're just gonna just... roll with the punches keep going with frozen matthew um let's see I'm trying to think of anything else that happens in this video have you heard the new panning at the disco album <laughs> no but i am told it's getting dragged on tiktok oh my god it becoming more widely known that you like has some accusations out there and oh his, does he his music getting so much worse <laughs> made such a powerful combination he admitted didn't... to him like bleaching his his fucking like throat by drinking so much oh my god yeah no it's crazy and his voice sounds like that yeah it's one of those things it's like it's not like you know at the end of uh, the incredible film elvis where you look at him and you're like damn 
you would not expect him to still have such a beautiful singing voice. This truly is one of the greatest films yeah. of all time. Fuck you, Skillshy. Um, <laughs> I still haven't seen it. I need to. Yeah, you got to watch out. Maybe we'll do that for the Patreon. Is we yeah, will I'll watch Elvis spend the more money than we will make in a month on the Patreon to go watch <laughs> Elvis in theaters. Um, we can't just wait till it's out on streaming. No, we're doing it next week. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the promise. Uh, we will oh lose money on the Patreon every month. Don't worry. <laughs> Way ahead of you. <laughs> All right. Um, but what are the what are the allegations against Brendan Urie? I haven't heard um, these. There's like pedophile allegations, I think. I believe them. Yeah. I know that that's not a break from form for me, but I would just like to clear. Um, mm, yeah, Urie was accused of sexually assaulting multiple minors in the last decade. Mm-hmm. Not ideal um and transphobic views and racist remarks i'm gonna tell you i care a lot more about one of these things um yeah like i believe it's called viva la vengeance is the new one oh that sucks (laughs) um yeah let me look it up yeah yeah it looks like the new ones vengeance studio album by panic at the disco wow it's this sucks. I'm trying to. Oh yeah. Wait, is it an actual cover of the Star Spangled Banner on that? I see that he has a song called Star Spangled Banner. Let's That's take a look. hilarious. Um, let's look up the lyrics and see if it is. It is not, unfortunately. Oh, mm. he calls, but he does say. I'm just going to read you the first three oh, lines. Stop me if you if you hear something that sounds glaringly inaccurate. Okay. We are electric angels. We are the six string queens. We are the new dead Kennedys. Uh, uh, mm. Is he talking about, does he know it's just him? Yeah, A, no need to say we. B, <laughs> look, dude. You you are not the new, next dead Kennedy. Yeah, I was going to say, like, the new dead Kennedys aren't the new dead Kennedys. Like, the ones that don't have Jello Biafra. That sucks. They're just, uh-huh. uh, you know, Jello Biafra. Annoying and preachy though he can be, he really did hit when he called them the world's greatest karaoke band. Like that's a banger line. Um. Anyway, I also like that track four is called "Local God." Then we go to five, "Star Spangled Banner," and then right after that is six, "God Killed Rock and Roll." Hmm. It always bothers me when there's like two or three songs in an album that share a name if that isn't like an intentional and clear through line, you know. Yeah, no, it needs to be either, like, an ensemble where everything is related or don't do it. Yeah, like uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard in their album Fishing for Fishies uh, have both the song Psy Boogie and Plastic Boogie, uh, mm-hmm. but it's part of their their overall environmental message. I hate that I knew that off the top of my head. I could just it's immediately okay. provide okay. an example. There's just such a good band. I love them. Um Actually, no, I'm just going to read the whole track list because this these all suck. Uh, so we have Viva Las Vengeance, then Middle of a Breakup, Don't Let the Light Go Out, Local God, Star Spangled Banner, and God Killed Rock and Roll, as mentioned. Say It Louder, Sugar Soaker, Hate That. Oh, oh, that's bad. I got to read the lyrics. Hold on. Then followed by Something About Maggie, uh, in parentheses, she's 13. No, uh, yeah, that's not actually part of it, but Brendan, I got my eye on you. Uh <laughs> Then Sad Clown, All By Yourself. Oh, and Sad Clown is the death. terrible one. It's That's the, the one, one that everybody's dunking on. Well, he tries to hit like a high note in it. Ooh, yeah. It's terrible. 
with my uh, my choir professor had a one on one meeting with me today because tomorrow I'm going to be like doing like auditions to see what choir I get in. Um, okay, and he so... emailed me. Oh, wait, wait, just while we're on the note of not yeah, having no, you're good. So you go ahead. He emailed me. He was like, "Hey, let's just meet one on one. Just run some scales real quick, so I like remember mm-hmm. what your voice sounds like for tomorrow." Uh, and we were doing it, and uh, damn, I do not be having a high range anymore. It just damn. disappeared. But my 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 lower register is doing much better, so my voice just like shifted. Um, which I actually thought was kind of cool. I was like, ooh, I didn't know it did that. Um, anyway, please, please give so, me the lyrics to Sugar, sugar so- Soaker. I think he wants to fuck his car. Oh, no. Okay, this is the pre-chorus. You're a car, you're a woman, you're a drug, you're okay. all of the above. <laughs> Weird then, start. Then he goes into the chorus. Little Sugar Soaker, breaking my bed, red, red taillights in the back of her head, such a cherry leather looker, drive her till I'm dead, little sugar soaker. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Brandon Yuri, you gotta come on the podcast. Oh, so I- he also like thinks he's the next Frank Sinatra, like openly. <sighs> that genuinely made me angry. He's been doing that for years though. Ooh, That's I not hate new. That. I I'm gonna He I'm- does like um you know the famous picture of him where it's like the mugshot? Yeah, yeah, for sure. He like recreated that. Brendan Yuri, I'm going to come to your house. <laughs> You're on notice. <laughs> you are on notice. It is on site, Brendan. If you ever come to Southern Virginia, watch your back. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I think he wants to fuck his car. Yeah, that's that's the vibe I'm getting off of that. Um, let me see. I'm just looking at, I'm looking at something about Maggie. There's not as like, nothing as terrible but it is a little weird they're all weird i don't like this so yeah so the thing with uh panic at the disco is they were like the person who wrote the first two albums got like kicked out of the band yeah or, like, he... the first three albums and yeah, so like the first three albums are like seen as like the golden years <laughs> and then brendan yuri was and like then actually yuri was like it's just me now and everyone was like Hmm. And he came out with a couple okay albums. Um, yeah, because like, like, I'll say Death of a Bachelor was good. Yeah, I was going to say that was like the first Just Brendan Yuri album, right? Uh, no, there was Too Weird to Live, Too Rare to Die. Oh, was that before Death of a Bachelor? Mm-hmm. Damn. This is the thing. I've been, I've like my whole life, I've just been absorbing Panic at the Disco, like by osmosis. Yeah, no, um, for sure. And the no, guy I've been who... listening to it. The guy who got kicked out, he started I Don't Know How But They Found Me, right? I Don't Know How But They Found Me. Is that him or is that – hold on. I want to say he was involved with Panic somehow. I don't remember how, though. Izzy, um, I believe. He no, was. But... He was. I'm just okay. trying to remember who it was. I think it is uh... – Darren Alburn, I believe his name was, something like that. Dallin Weeks. That's who it was. Oh, uh, this was, was not close. that guy. Um, this was his bassist on like – Death of a Bachelor and maybe Ah, uh, I got you. On the other OK albums. Um, <laughs> and he got unceremoniously kicked out of the band as Brendan Urie is one to do to people. And he just keeps writing diss tracks about Brendan Urie and that's all of, <laughs> I don't know how, but they found me. Which is a side note, Live Your Truth King, incredible music. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of I don't know how, but they found me. No, um, they're, they're good. Yeah. They're very good. Damn, Panic at the Disco has more material than I thought. Oh, no, these are mostly live albums. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Um, damn. Anyway, 
this concludes Panic at the Disco. Um, although let me tell you, Brenda, <laughs> if uh, if Judge Dredd were out and about right now, I'd be careful because something tells me he'd have something for you. For the crime of pretending to be Frank Sinatra. <laughs> <laughs> How do you please? And he tries to sing a high and note and misses. Uh, <laughs> he tries to like sing not guilty and it's just pitchy. He's like, I knew you'd say that and then blows his head off. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, like the uh, he doesn't even bring up being a pedophile. He <laughs> just brings up the music. <laughs> that's that's the problem. Is my priorities are so skewed, and I think I've just like I'm so used to like researching like elite pedophile networks and mm-hmm. things like that. Where like you tell me that, I'm like, well, yeah, of course he is. Of Wait, course he's a pedophile. What did he say He's about not Frank Sinatra? talented. <laughs> um, but yeah, I will say, returning to Judge Dredd, the uh, the scene where he's like listing out the crimes. Uh, and like their sentences, and he's like, in first degree murder. And I was, let me guess the sentence life. And he just shoots him in the face and responds, death. That rocks. That rocks, man. Like, damn, I might be a sucker, but movies like this, they rule. They're so good. Yeah. It's the same as uh, I, I retweeted something Roswell sent me earlier today, where I um, it was just a video on Twitter. And it was like, people be like, Top Gun Maverick is military propaganda. My brother in Christ, it worked double the military's budget. And I was like, yeah, that's that's me. That's how I felt leaving the theater. Yeah. I was like, man, it's crazy that Tom Cruise is the United States military. We should just give him all the money he needs. Mm-hmm. What a great movie. Let's see. Actually, no, I'm back on my Panic at the Disco stuff. Let's see what we've got going on in Pray <laughs> for the Wicked. Pray for the Wicked's all right. Um, there's It's a mixed bag. I guess. Oh, yes. I remember the Saturday night when that one got some play on the radio. That got some play because of Saturday night football. Really? Yes. I guess that makes sense because that's when we're like the chorus is like literally just him saying, oh, it's Saturday over and over, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, some of these look a little less interesting. Yeah, no, there's a lot. He's saying a lot less, which I think was better for him. Yeah. <laughs> Brendan, your your art was better when you weren't trying to do anything with yeah, it. Yeah, when you weren't calling yourself a local god. Yeah, let's yeah. let's go back to that. Yeah, that, it does kind of suck. You can't be doing that. No, no, it's no good. You can't anyway. be openly trying to fuck your car. Yeah, no, that's yeah. You got to do that in the privacy of your own home <laughs> or maybe your garage, I guess. But still, so. <laughs> Brendan, you're here's here's some advice. This will be a real steamy foreplay with your car. Park your car in your garage. Close the garage. Turn on the ignition and roll and down. Just sit there. Just sit there for a few hours. Let the tension build. Take a nap <laughs> if you feel so inclined. So I've listened to two songs off of this album. I've listened to Sad Clown and I've listened to Middle of a Breakup. And they're both garbage. Yeah, I could guess that from the titles, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, middle of a Breakup is about having makeup sex in the middle of a breakup. Damn. So true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's not like he's a very chorus. He writes a chorus. Yeah. And, and then then that's just, about it. Yeah. And honestly, he all Panic at the Disco has always been primarily chorus. Now that I'm looking not, back not on their first their, album, you know, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Their it's a very wordy albums, album, isn't it? Uh, The first two are very wordy. I would even throw the third in there. Sure. Throw it in. Okay, but, so like, I don't embarrass myself again with my lack of Panic at the Disco knowledge. What are their first oh three albums? 
Okay. Oh, God, you're testing my knowledge here. Um, yeah, now it's your turn. They are a fever you can't sort out. Okay, that's what I thought. Pretty odd. And vices and virtues, I believe. Okay. Well, I've heard of one of those. I believe those are the first three. Uh, pretty odd is like the perfect like stoner record. Interesting. Just like put it on while you're smoking. It talks about like <laughs> it's like maybe God exists and we're vibing, and you're just oh, like, God. okay, this is cool. You're like, oh shit, <laughs> oh shit, maybe God exists. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's very it's it's weird, but it's it's a no, it's good. It's a good I, I get that. It's a good listen. And then vices and virtues is way more poppy than the first two. Yeah, so that's like when the uh, the turn began to Yeah, the turn begins, but it still has some some bangers on there. Okay. Um, I'd argue that what's that song? Nearly Witches is one of their best out al- or one of their best songs and that's on that album. Okay. I am a little annoyed cuz they like try and put French in it, but the French in it is just the chorus but in French, mm, which is okay. a little stupid. Yeah, it does suck. You but the lyrics who, are all right, so. You know who properly incorporated French into a song once? Frank who? Sinatra. I'm sure, yeah. I'm almost certain that that happened. I might be imagining this, but. I have no idea. I don't know that much about Frank Sinatra, to be completely honest. Hang on. Let me find it. Earlier today, I saw something on Twitter. Let me pull it up. It was Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin's respective uh, hamburger recipes. <laughs> And it rocks. I'm, you look at that and you're like, damn, these guys, they're just the best. Uh, okay, so Dean Martin's recipe for what he called Martin Burgers requires one pound of ground beef and two ounces of bourbon chilled. So you preheat a large frying pan and sprinkle, bottom, sprinkle the bottom lightly with table salt. You mix mm-hmm. the meat, handling it lightly, just enough to form into four patties. Grill over medium-high heat for about four minutes on each side. Then you pour chilled bourbon in a shot glass and serve meat and bourbon on a TV tray. Frank Sinatra's recipe was even better. Sinatra burgers. Step one, call for Dino. Step two, tell him to make you a fucking burger. Step three, drink his bourbon. Incredible. What an awesome guy. Incredible move on Frank Sinatra's part. (laughs) Um, Anyway, in short, basically I'm just saying... Brandon Yuri, you suck. Frank Sinatra's cool. Um, and I will, for the crime of pretending to be Frank Sinatra, well, who knows what the sentence will be, but it shall be carried out shortly, let me tell you. Um, <laughs> I certainly hope so. <laughs> I'm not going to do anything, but if somebody else does. Yeah, no, as you said. No. no. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you, this is not a call to violence. I'm just saying, no. if it happened, I'd be happy. I might even become your friend. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since we've done open threads, so boy. I'm issuing a fatwa on Brendan Yuri. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. I uh met a guy at a concert that I went to that had I don't remember what band it was, but it was like a pedophile band. Um it doesn't narrow it down, unfortunately. Logo tattooed on his arm. Oh, that's and he's like, real. Yeah, it really stopped me from getting any more like bands tattooed. And I was like, Yeah, that's tough because you're into pop punk, so you just have like a <laughs> sleeve full of accusations. And he was like, Jesus. Yeah, I mean it is true. It's like the um the I YouTube- hope nothing happens. <laughs> hey, state champs, hot mulligan, y'all better not. Oh dude, if hot mul I will be I will be devastated if I have to stop listening to Drink Milk and Run. Oh, I will man. be so yeah. sad. I've been that on song a, is so good. A Hot Mulligan is one of the few bands I can like legitimately claim. I've been with them for a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, I have yet They're to really actually see live. them. But 
I can. They're very good. I bet. They got in trouble at a recent concert because a guy who was crowd surfing had too big of an erection. The security <laughs> had to talk to them about it. And they're like, what What are we supposed to do? Yeah, it, it would be, yeah I'm not sure what you do there because you can't like stop the show and be like, yo, hang on. Yo, Check this, this guy's, guy's hog out. Huge. <laughs> like, well, Willem Dafoe, please get, stop crowd surfing. Um, <laughs> that's so funny. You know, if that's the closest you come to like allegations of misconduct in your life, you're doing yeah, that's okay. Fine. Uh, is it a guy who likes you just has a huge dick? Like <laughs> that's that's great. Keep, that's keep awesome. Doing, keep doing you. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Hot Mulligan rocks. Um, and I'm gonna come out and endorse them. Pretty sure none of them are pedophiles. I just don't get the vibe. I you hope know? not. I, I, I really I hope not. Hope not. But yeah, there was um it's a similar similar joke. I don't remember who it was. It was some YouTuber, but he uh recreated like an old take he had that he disagreed with and he walked in and stopped it and he was like, No, you're an idiot. Who's your favorite YouTuber? And he started to answer. He's like, Nope, he's a pedophile. I know what you're gonna say, and he's a pedophile. And he just walked out <laughs> of the room, which was incredible. Phenomenal. So move. good. <laughs> I, I wish I remember what the video was, because I would happily plug it just for that joke alone, but I don't. Oh well. Yeah. Man, lengthy comments on this. Um, yeah, people have things to say about Judge Dredd. The top of well, the second comment for me is from Killer92173, um, who timestamps five minutes and 46 seconds in and says, You failed to acknowledge one little detail. And then in all caps, He takes off his helmet. In the comic books, Judge Dredd rarely takes off his helmet. And when he did, he was always censored, so you never see his face, which actually rocks um mm-hmm. and then that, that'd wow. be super cool yeah i will say i did i recently i read the uh the comic book uh shikara which is by the same like company i don't remember what their name is but it's the same people who like came up with judge dread mm-hmm. it's sick shikara the avenger it's a very short read um would recommend highly recommend yeah it's mm. awesome uh it's literally just a it's an alien robot that like houses the souls of its dead race. And all it can do is scream their names as it kills people. Um, Jesus. It's so sick, dude. Um, That's just, metal as fuck. Yeah. Hang on. I'm just going to like look up like the cover art so you can see what this guy looks like. Cause he's awesome. All right. um, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Like the, the, the book pulls one of those classic misdirections where it starts with like earth getting destroyed and the last man alive is a guy who like was on the international space station when the earth was destroyed. Um, and he's at an ah. alien slave market. And then on page two mouths off to the guy who was about to buy him and gets killed. And then Jesus, we never see humans again or hear any reference of earth. Um, <laughs> I love a fake out main character. Yeah. And he like looks like it too. Like you're looking at this guy and you're like, Oh, this, this guy's our hero. And then an alien just pops his head like a grape and you're like, Oh, Guess he is not. Uh, Okay, hang on. I'm pulling it up, sending it to you. And yeah, that's Shikara. What an awesome dude. Shout out to Shikara. I bet we'd be buddies in real life. Jesus. Yeah. I love the design. Yeah, no, the design is so sick. The I will tell you, like the story is I mean, it is just classic space opera, right? Like Uh in in a very fun way, I think. Like it's very tropey, but it's very aware of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also funnier than I was expecting it to be with a cover like that. Um, 
But uh, yeah, anyway, it's very tropey, but the art, I think, is what really makes it. Like, mm-hmm. just every panel just looks incredible. Anyway, shout out to Shikara, my comic book recommendation of the episode. Um, very nice, very nice. Also, I guess Judge Dredd, but I haven't read any of those, so who knows? <laughs> 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 um, yeah, let's see. Wait, hang on. Do they mention 2012 at all in this one? No. Am I just forget? Okay, yeah. Someone. I read the comment while I was watching the video, and I was like, "This will be weird when they mention this." Yeah, I think a guy just, just like it. I think a guy just accidentally commented on the wrong video, and he said, "2012 was such a great movie, so violently awesome. High recommendation from me." Wait, hang on. The guy replied to it was talking oh, about dread movies. I have great news to share. Okay, this is for ahead. the main episode. So. <laughs> I received a notification on my phone and I was I was wondering what could this what could this possibly be? It's from YouTube. Somebody has okay. replied to one of our my responses to their comment. Oh, yo, okay. Shout out shout out Lance who says loving the pod so far, always here for Doug Hate, who found us through the YouTube comments yo. on Doug's <laughs> video. <Dude>. Incredible. <laughs> Hell yes, dude. Which uh which comment was this that he was replying to? Um, we replied to a, hmm. Was oh, it the one where we just like invited a random person onto the podcast? Uh, it was, it was a comment that we replied to, to a different person who says, how did I miss this? I watched all of his videos 17 times over it. And yet I somehow missed this. I don't remember what video it's on, hmm. but it is where we in. We invited a random person to come on the Doug zone. <laughs> a different random person was like, Oh, I'll I'll listen to this. <laughs> yeah, dude, Lance, you you rock, man. I hope you make it to this episode. I hope you do too, dude. That is sick. We might just have to call this episode like "Shout Out to Lance" or something like that, <laughs> so that way he knows that his effort is uh doesn't go on. Guerrilla marketing is working. As a side note, I did look it up. I looked up Dread 2012. It looks like they just made another Judge Dread movie in 2012. Oh, okay. Um, and that's what, oh, was starring Carl Urban, actually, um, mm. of The Boys fame, yep. I think. I haven't seen it, but it, he sure looks like the main character. Um, and Porteous uh, yeah, Xanadu, kind of- is that an actual name? Oh, Zandau, that makes much more sense. Uh, he is the butcher on The Boys, I believe. Yeah, rock on. Um, actually, this is a pretty good cast. Uh Hmm. Maybe I'll watch Dread. Uh, maybe I'll watch Dread 2012. I don't know if it's any good. Me neither. But it looks like it'll be bad in the way that I hope it is. Uh oh. Yeah. First review I got was Dread review. Unfortunately, this is not a joke. Uh, which oh dang! Worrying name for a review. <laughs> um. Nope. And the Chicago Tribune is not letting me read their article because I have an ad blocker equipped. This is why journalism died. <laughs> it is very funny that so many, like, you know, the serious media outlets, like, complain that, like, people turn to, like, fringe things. But also, if you try to read, like, more yeah, than one article, thing. they're like, fuck you, give me $10. It's, yeah, of course people are going to go to fringe things. Fringe things are free. Yeah, exactly. Like, we will never charge our listeners money unless For they this. want to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah, it'll never be like halfway. That would be awesome. Halfway through an episode, like thirty minutes in, it's this just like, like to listen to the. You can only listen to one episode a day. Yeah, of the you, podcast, or else it's like nope. Mm-mm. Yeah, well, we need that, but it's like a mental health feature. Like only listening to one episode of the podcast a day is the same as like a background check on a gun. Where it's, it's like, like when you scroll on TikTok for too long, and it, it gives you like a you've been scrolling for a while. Why don't you take a break? Which oh, has just never TikTok, happened to me ever. That's that's rough. It is rough. YouTube when you're like dissociate. When you have, when you're not sober and you're dissociated and you're just scrolling through to make the time go by, yeah, I feel and that. You see that, yeah, oh, like, that's uh-oh. that's no good. I did. I got um, I YouTube a while ago sent me a thing where it was like a Netflix style, like, "Are you still watching?" And I was like, "What the fuck, YouTube? It's been like 15 minutes." Yes, YouTube. I'm still. We're halfway through a video. Be, you're supposed to stay on while I fall asleep. That's the whole point. Yeah, actually, I can't fall asleep. I want to wake up something like that. I want to wake up eight hours later and like thirteen videos deep in a rabbit hole and wonder <laughs> how I got there. And for the rest of the week, my feed to be filled with like weird fringe. Like, oh yeah, I had to watch a I had to watch an atheist to believer video for one of my classes. Damn, fascinating I- watch. I asked you not to talk about that on the podcast. Uh, it was a very personal <laughs> journey for me. <laughs> there was also a video that it it was like why why Christians think young people are leaving the church, and I want to just be like, I I have it's pure laziness. Yeah, it doesn't say it's like it's laziness and the fact that a lot of churches still don't allow gay people. Like literally, like that is the thing that Do motivated everyone. Know- how good they would have it if they were like, gay people are cool. Yeah. If every church was like, we're cool with gay people. Spike in numbers. Yeah, exactly. Um, because, you know, you're going to have... Like, like, you'll lose a few. Yeah. But it's you'll- like the people who are going to die soon anyway. Like, mm-hmm. let's be realistic. Like, <laughs> um, I don't know why I, like, whispered that. As though I didn't threaten to kill Brendan Yuri earlier on this episode. <laughs> No, like, but acknowledging that baby boomers are old? Well, that's a step yeah. too far. Oh, God. <laughs> um, the same as uh, Ethan. I, I think it was, was it this last week? Or maybe it was before the last episode. I'm still thinking about it. Uh, calling me out in the Discord for getting mad at someone for not being good enough at annoying me. I don't know if you saw this. <laughs> I did not. Yeah, I was... tried to keep tabs on the Discord, but... No, I feel you. Um, My brain is a little... Little funky. The day I moved, I opened up the non-dug zone and there were 98 messages that I had not read. Yes. I just cleared them out. I did not read them. I was like, nope, mm-hmm. no more. Sorry. The dug zone moves fast. Yeah. Um but yeah, anyway, no, I was talking about this. It was a coworker I didn't really like, and he's like, I he's you know when someone's like clearly trying to get under your skin? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. I was mad at him because he kept like try he would he would like try to undermine me in front of other coworkers, but he would also try to like bother me or like get under my skin or say things to upset me. But he wasn't good at it. And yeah. So some I got mad at him for that for like the sloppiness of his technique effectively. Or I was like, that's not how you would annoy me. What are you doing? Um and <laughs> Ethan called me out where he's like, yeah, that's the most you way to interact with someone ever. Like getting mad that they can't properly annoy you. I was like, yeah, damn, I guess it is. (laughs) Classic Matt. Anyway. I've been thinking about that just as I go about my day. Sometimes I remember that. I'm like, damn, 
I think that really might be classic Matt. Oh no. Like, <laughs> that might be, that might be classic Matt. <laughs> that might be who I, uh, what a terrible fate being classic Matt would be. Being a classic Matt. Yeah. I told, uh, I told one of my friends cause he was asking me about the Doug sound, uh, today, a, a, an astonishing number of people at my school. I've just been like, you do a podcast, right? And I'm like, Oh, oh God. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> don't listen. Don't listen, please. I'm begging you. Um, I never want to be confronted by somebody who actually listens. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, it's just because I post like on my Instagram when we upload. Mm-hmm. I just like post about the episodes. Um, but it's just very funny that like so many people, uh, and one of my friends, he was like, he apparently for like a year did not realize that I was the one who was on the Doug Zone. And he thought That's that I was really just funny. like a big fan. Uh, and you told me today, he was like, yeah, for a while, I was just like, wow, Matt really likes this podcast. And then I like clicked on it and was, was like, oh, Matt oh, does this Matt. podcast. This makes so much more sense now. <laughs> uh, Although it's a very funny image. Just like imagine a guy promoting a podcast he's not part of every once week. Once a week, very diligently linking it, like doing. Yeah. Yeah. And we've, we've got a couple listeners who have sometimes posted summaries. Mm-hmm. Um, but even our, our most loyal fans wouldn't just do our job for us and post everything like <laughs> that'd be incredible like writes a new description <laughs> links it has a nice graphic like does it all yeah yeah we need new fans to like i don't know uh record two hours of content every week run uh-huh. a patreon upload things yeah if y'all could just do that for us it'd make yeah. our job so much easier yeah and we'll just kick back and enjoy our seven dollars a month in patreon earnings. hell yeah <laughs> i mean go to mcdonald's and buy a coke Nice. <laughs> Same as like the, the come town bit about uh, stealing vending machines. It's just like, yeah, we're going to make $5 and then go to jail for three years. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> the perfect exchange. The perfect crime. Um, let's see. The comments, there's, the comments are kind of going off, actually. Are they really? Yeah. Um, let's see. Thank you for mentioning how the cops that were in the hover bike chase were likely good guys. Well, okay. Bad comment for me to start reading. Um, I'm just going to say now, I don't think the cops were good guys. I'm anti-cop personally, except for There's Judge people Dredd. arguing on why Sloan's face looks the way it does in the comments. Oh, that's brutal. People like, it's a stroke. It's actually because a doctor used forceps to deliver him as a baby. It's Bell's palsy. Like, people... I don't know. Thank you for defending Sylvester Stallone, people. I'm glad that we're doing that. I'm glad we are, too. I don't think he has enough money or anything right now. <laughs> no. Let's see. Uh, someone else is commenting. He's, like, commenting cinema sin style. DNA on bullets? What does that prove? You'd have to check the ballistic markings of the gun and compare them to the ones on the bullet. Wait a second. What bullets? They're using energy blasters. So true. It is very funny to go, like... The evidence that was used by the criminals to wrongfully implicate Judge Dredd, suspect at best. It's like, well, yeah, man. It's like immediately revealed that they're evil and framed him on purpose. <laughs> like, but oh well. Hmm, hang on. Hmm. What about a- you? Good? Oh, yeah. Now I'm just sort of like scrolling, just looking through the comments, getting yeah. lost. Let's see. What else do we have going on? I love Judge Dredd and the movie Face Off. Huh. I'm going to say it. Based. Um, Absolutely based. Face Off is such a good movie. Um, when Izzy and I were 
well, actually, when Izzy specifically was running the gauntlet of Nicolas Cage movies before we watched uh, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent earlier this year, Face Off received positive reviews. Um, I found the worst comment. Uh oh, what have we got? I wish absolutely no harm on Stallone. I love all his classics, particularly Demolition Man. Okay, worrying story. But wouldn't it just be so ironically delicious if he had a stroke and all of a sudden he had perfect articulation? <laughs> kind of like how Spinda, the, the spot panda Pokemon, teeters back and forth. I always imagine that if it got drunk, it would talk in a straight line. <laughs> okay, no, this is the best comment. That is incredible. Um, especially because, like, what if Sylvester Stallone had a stroke and could talk normal? Is like that's only like one degree of separation from our like, what if you got hit on the head bit? Like, it's yeah, the same no. energy. Um, I just love that. I Im- always imagine that if I got drunk, it would talk in a straight line. Yeah, that's pretty sick. <laughs> um, let's see, oh, hang on now. Oh, never mind. Not quite as interesting as I was hoping it would be. A guy named Achilles with a Z uh, Uh, started a comment with, I'm currently majoring in political science. And I was like, oh, where's this one going? Uh, But no, it's just him him saying that he has to attend a lecture on law, justice, and rights. And he was going to shout, I am the law in class. Uh, Hmm. No no comments uh, underneath it. So we don't know if he actually did it or if he was just posting threats for attention like I frequently do. Um, Let's see. Do you want to bring this one in for a landing or should we? Uh... Yeah, let's let's bring this one in. Actually, hang on. That's that's a pretty funny comment, actually. Like okay. not 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 laugh out loud funny, but just sort of like, huh, I appreciate the form uh, or it said he comments in quotes. I'm the nostalgia critic. I remember it so you don't have to. And then underneath it, I knew you'd say that. Hey, that's a pretty hey. good callback. I like that one. Good on you. Oops, I closed out the YouTube video. I forgot to read the well, comment name, but okay. the world will never know. <laughs> Uh, anyway, you can find us on Instagram and on Twitter at Doug Zone Cast. You can find us on TikTok at The Doug Zone. Um, and if you want to support us, yeah, you can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash The Doug Zone. Every time I do a Patreon plug, I want, always want to do it like Reasonable Beef. Yeah, yeah. But I, oh, I've thought about it. T-A-T-R-E-O-N. I know. It feels wrong to like steal their style. But like- I know. I literally, as I was saying it, I was like, no, I'm just going to say it normal. Like I was consciously mm-hmm. choosing not to. It's a conscious effort every time. Um, But yeah. Uh, oh, you can also, uh, we've had a couple new people join the Discord in the last couple of days. Yeah. Um, most it's of them, a, I think, because Truck sent them invites. But hey, if you're listening- uh, the invite link is, I think it's still up on our Twitter. It's in Twitter. It's in the show notes. Yeah. So just click on it. It'll be yeah. a good time. Come on in. Say hello. Pop by the Marxist Theory Zone. Send a picture of your dog to the dog zone, the most active channel. It's because it's the best channel. Yeah. Frankly. And if you do a Wordle, send it to Matt's Wordle Zone. Um, a so thing- Matt doesn't feel bad just sending him to Izzy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I have immediate. I've pawned it off on the rest of the group. I'm glad that other people are sending their wordles now, except for when they're better than mine. Then I regret it. <laughs> I like the idea of un- like just deleting everybody else's wordles and just going like, "Wow, best wordle again." Look at that. <laughs> Only deleting people who did it better than you. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, join join the Doug Zone so I can delete your comments to feel better about myself. Um, <laughs> I, I love you, listeners. Thank you for all your support. Um, and hey, shout out to Lance. 
uh, XOXO. Gossip Doug. <laughs>